I enrolled in this writer's school by mail. Yeah, how does that work? You send your tiny teachers in little envelopes? They show you all the writer's secrets, like uh, verbs and semicolons and all that good stuff. You guys have got no sense of humor. All you know how to do is pick, pick, pick. Is there anything I can do to please you? Tat dance in the minefield. Why don't we shoot him and put him out of our misery? So long, war. Goodbye, KP. Adios, Korea. Sprinkle my ashes over Toledo. I'll come to find somebody smart to help me with my studies. Well, don't look at me. Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077th Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me once again, Al. Hi. How y'all doing? And Simon. Gentlemen. Today we're discussing Season 5, Episode 15, The Most Unforgettable Characters. It's the 112th episode overall, directed by Burt Metcalf, written by Ken Levine and David Isaacs, Originally aired on January 4th, 1977, and the production code is U818. Staff duty log 13 June. Corporal Walter O'Reilly, company clerk, 0600 hours. The friendly old sun showed his friendly hot face over the mountains of purple majesty, as though he was salutating good morning to all. Alas, alack. The peaceful quietness was detonated by a herd of chopper transportizing punctured personnel. But our gallant doctors, the miracle medical mortals, are ever ready to treat the sick. The wounded were aided copiously by super smart surgeons, whose knowledge is superseded by nobody I know. Together or apart, they work as a team. Skilled hands with their fingers work dedicatedly to keep death away from its maximum. And plot summary for this episode, Vader gets accepted into the famous Las Vegas Writers' School and begins to write his impressions of the camp. It happens to be Frank's birthday, so Hawkeye and BJ stage a fight of each other to make Frank happy. However, it turns real when BJ says some things that Hawkeye takes personal. Vader, what is this cow flub dubbery? Sir? All this miracle medical mortals hooey. What are you doing to my duty log? I was just adding a hint of self-expression, sir. Better fill me in, son, and use simple sentences. Well, sir, I've been accepted by the famous Las Vegas Writers' School. Serving the creative community since 1950. How'd you stumble onto this? Superman, sir. He take the course? No, sir. On the back of his comic book. See right next to the ad for the x-ray glasses? I sent him an example of my writings, and they said that I had extraordinary potential. How much they stick you for? Just $50, plus a $5 student activity fee. But it's really worth it. They show you all the writer's secrets, like uh, verbs and semicolons and all that good stuff. Sounds like the original shell game to me. Oh, no, it's no game, sir. This school is run by some very famous writers, like Hemingway and Steinbeck and O'Neill. Ethel Hemingway, Jerry Steinbeck, Eunice O'Neill. Right. Uh-huh. Look at page three. Writers are special people. In a crowd, they are glib and articulate. Everyone respects the man who writes well. Can you imagine, sir? In just ten weeks, I can be respected by a crowd. An admirable goal, Radar. But the Army doesn't need creative writing. Save it for your novel. Thank you, sir. 
I'll dedicate my first book after you. Uh, better let me read it first. Okay. Now, the guest stars list. Settle in, because this could take a while. Jeff Maxwell returns as Igor Straminsky. And that's it. <laughs> yep. That's it. What are you doing out here? Waiting for a ride home. <laughs> you ought to see Frank. He's a new man. Good. I didn't like the old one. <laughs> it's good to hear him laughing in the morgue again. Which one of us do you think is going to get the Oscar? Me, I hope. You know how much I hate to lose. Ha, <laughs> right. Did you really say that to Frank? Yeah. I'm just looking for something to knock you with. It really bugs you when I call you on footballs, doesn't it? Are you kidding? Well, why else would you say I hate to lose? I don't know. It just popped into my head. You really do think I'm too competitive, don't you? That I always have to get the last word in. Well, yeah. You don't know me very well, do you? Maybe I know you better than you think oh, I do. Really? Oh, you think so? Yeah, I, I think always so. have to get the last word. Yes, in. Oh, yeah, fair. I can prove to you right now. Oh, I don't come have to get... on. No, I can't really. Just say something and walk away. All right. I think you're a very competitive person. Fine. You just did it. Did what? Just got in the last word. That doesn't count. Then don't say anything. Okay. You're impossible. I'm impossible? Yes. Shut up. Close your mouth. Don't say another word. Okay. Not... Another word. No problem. It's no use! Wrong. All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Meds? Uh, yeah, I actually like this episode. You. Um, wow. Yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I, I just think it's, it's, there's some quite nice things in there. I always like seeing volleyball gloves being played again. That's always quite good. Uh, <laughs> Hawkeye's squibble story is brilliant. This happened while I was in my first year of medical school. Right. I was taking an exam in anatomy. It was really tough. They asked questions like, how many bones are there in the hand? I was stymied. I kept saying to myself, how many bones are there in the hand? And then I heard this little voice that said, 24. I looked around the room, and there sitting over on the windowsill of the classroom was this little gray squirrel with a very intelligent face. And he pointed at his hand, and he said, 24. So I wrote it down. And then after the exam, I rushed over to the library to look it up. And would you believe it? That stupid squirrel was wrong by four bones. I went looking all over the campus for him. I wanted to kill him. And I finally found him over on a bench by the psych department. You were wrong, I screamed at him. There's 28 bones in the human hand. Oh, he said, pointing at his hand. I thought you meant a squirrel's hand. I I really (laughs) enjoy that. Frank's story, not as amusing, but very typically Frank. Seems we had this little sickly kid that lived on our block named Timmy. And he used to sit out on his porch in his wheelchair and and wave at us as we walked by. Well, one day, while he was waving, he lost control of his chair. And it rolled down the stairs, across the lawn, and crashed into my dad's car. (laughs) Boy, was that funny! (laughs) That must have been awful. No, I just scratched the paint a little. Well, I hope Timmy wasn't hurt. Oh, what's the difference? His folks had money. Um... I like the way older. Um, you can see when when B, you know, Frank says oh, uh, that line to him about uh, that you always have to get the last word and you're over competitive. <laughs> Older's acting in that is brilliant because you can see the, the subtle change in his face from going with the joke to suddenly getting actually quite pissed off about it. Yeah, I, I really quite like that. Um, for some reason, I got here Margaret's story of the blind, the blind man. Oh, the blind man in the dog. I remember once. We were sipping wine in a restaurant in Tokyo. And a man came by our table, a big man. Must have weighed 250 pounds. And he brushed my leg, and naturally I was alarmed, and I screamed, and Donald, 
without any thought to his personal safety, got up and he was ready to punch that man in the mouth. Oh, that's terrific. Oh. What happened? Uh, he got bit in the leg. The guy bit him? No, no, the man seeing eye dog. <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> It was really, yeah. really good. At the restaurant. And, and Klinger with the gasoline. I mean, you knew where that was going. You knew what was going to happen. But That was, was awesome, yeah. It was still really good to see. So, no, I, I, yeah, I really liked that, that episode. I quite liked the fact that you also get to see another personality of Hawkeye where he is quite competitive and he does have to get the last word. Yeah. yeah. Even the most obvious things sort of like saying bye and, and, and bye. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I, I thought, again, it's nice to see Hawkeye because... That's the bit of Hawkeye that you don't really like, you know. He gets, mm-hmm. It's quite oversensitive, really, when you think yeah. about something that's really just quite flippant and, and not, not really that much of a bad thing to say. Nothing wrong with being, you know, being competitive, and there's nothing wrong with generally wanting to say the last word. Uh, there's three of us here, and we all like to have the last word. Um, so it's, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so, no, I, I, yeah, I, I really like this episode. I, I liked it. Cool. How about you, Al? I liked it too. I thought it was a, it was a, it was a good episode. A lot of good um, gags going on. Um, and uh, you know what? <laughs> Just as a side note, I've narrated for some authors who who, who weren't quite as good as Radar. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they were that good. <laughs> uh, and even though you know Hawkeye and BJ claim to hate Burns with a passion, I think that deep down they really liked him. I mean. Why go to such lengths to make Frank happy on his birthday? I mean, even though they were, you know, it was maybe meant as a as a little bit of a joke, they still set out to make Frank happy on his birthday. No, and, and they seemed right. a little bit concerned. You know, it's your birthday and nobody's doing anything. I think that deep down they, they may have liked him a little bit. I don't know if it was liking or as those two characters are very nice guys and they felt sorry for him. Well, maybe. Yeah, but see, you know. could you feel sorry? All right, would you have felt sorry for Osama bin Laden? No. Well, <laughs> even, I mean, you're a nice guy, Kenny. <laughs> I mean, it's the same, it's, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, you can't really feel sorry for somebody, even if you're a nice person. I don't think you can feel sorry for somebody that you truly despise. You got to have some positive feeling there somewhere. I'm sure deep down they must. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say like him, but you know. Yeah, I don't think they hate him. I think. I think, yeah. I think yeah. they get more frustrated by him than, than anything else. Yeah. 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 So yeah. why, oh why, oh why would Hawkeye believe a word Frank says? Then I mean, <laughs> that, yeah. to the point where he and BJ actually fight. Why no, would he listen? I agree. And, and it wasn't like he needed much convincing. Frank yeah. said it. He believed it. Come yeah. on, Hawkeye, you're smarter than that, dang it. <laughs> I mean, you're an Avenger. Hawkeye, get it, Avenger. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, you're obsessed with Marvel today, isn't you? <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we went to see uh, Avengers the other day. So. Ah. Yeah, no, I agree with you guys. I actually, like, I enjoyed this episode. I didn't give it as high as rating as the previous episodes. Um, I I thought Radar stuff was hilarious, all his, yeah. you know... Uh, large words <laughs> um and he tried so hard and you know but uh i did as meds mentioned earlier the whole clinger and the gasoline yeah was just hilarious uh you knew it was water it wasn't you know he's not gonna burn himself up he's not no. that stupid uh and then when the fact that they put real gasoline over you know inside the can which was hilarious um but yeah i mean overall it was just it was a good episode. Nothing. Yeah. I couldn't watch it over and over again, but definitely 
it was good for what it was, you know. Kind of a filler episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, as Meds mentioned in a previous episode, I think we since we had really good episodes in this bunch that we're watching, this one didn't really live as, you know, as didn't live up much to those compared to those ones. Right, right. And so it's hard to judge it by itself because I just got done watching four other episodes that were <laughs> really good. And then you get this one. But not that it was bad. It was definitely an enjoyable episode. I don't think we've had a truly bad MASH episode for a while. Oh, it's been a long... Yeah, for me, it's been a long while. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You notice how Meds isn't saying anything. Of course. Because yeah. he's still <laughs> thinking about the slippers that, you know, it clinger <laughs> on a glider. And <laughs> so what the devil's he up to now? I wouldn't stick around unless I had a strong stomach. He's going to immolate himself. Uh, hold on, son. Don't do that. Too late, Colonel. I'm finally going to get my discharge. I'm going home in a butt can. Just think about what you're doing, boy. Here, toss me those matches. So long, war. Goodbye, KP. Adios, Korea. Sprinkle my ashes over Toledo. Clinger, put down those matches. We can work this out. What he said. What's the use, Colonel? Well, give me a chance. Come on over to my office. Over to the office. Well, okay. Save my spot. Good choice, son. I'll take anything you got. Honorable, general, medical, whatever. Klinger, I appreciate how much you hate this place, but you've got to understand, it's not in my power. Colonel, I understand only one thing. You're going to give me a discharge or a poof. Klinger, I want to help, but I can't send you home. Did you ever see a Lebanese go up in flames? It's not pretty. Would you settle for some time back in Seoul? <laughs> Freedom or fire? Anything but a free ride. You're a tough cookie, Sherm, but you're not as tough as me. I hope you can live with yourself. Klinger, please. Remember me at your next weenie roast. Klinger, what am I going to tell your wife? Tell her I'd like to be kept in a blue jar. That's my best color. Son, you'll regret this for the rest of your life. I shall not return. Shall I pour? (laughs) Who put gasoline in my gasoline? (laughs) Stay away from me with that cigar. Everybody back. Don't anybody light a match. All right, let's go ahead and move on to some behind-the-scenes. Once again, I struggled to find some behind-the-scenes, so these might not be stellar comments, but we're going to go with what we have. Meds has our first one. Okay, in Season two's For Want of a Boot, Frank's birthday is on a cold winter day. In this episode, his birthday has changed to a warm day in spring. Is that ever <laughs> weird year? So go on. Yeah, you know, mash timeline. Yeah, it is, yeah. Kind of bends. <laughs> it's, it's not straight like, you know, most... Uh, southern uh, uh, family trees, but yes, it kind of bends a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, Hawkeye says, don't change a hair for me, and BJ replies, not if you care for me. These are lines from the classic jazz song, My Funny Valentine. The song originally appeared in 1939 Rogers and Hart musical called Babes in Arms. How's the writing going, Radar? Uh, Colonel Potter says that I should just be myself, but I don't know how to do that simple 
Stop using fancy words. Stop trying to find amusing anecdotes and write about something you really want to write about. Like what? Like Iowa, or uh, your animals, or your Uncle Ed, something you feel strongly about. Strongly? Like if I were going to write, I'd probably write about how easily friends can turn on you. Yeah, friends will kill you every time. I don't think I understand. People forget about loyalty. They forget you shouldn't make up vicious rumors about somebody while his back is turned. Yeah. Well, if I was going to write, I'd probably write about being too suspicious and resentful. How about maligning a person's character? What? Overreacting, always trying to get in the last word. Right. See? No. This is all good stuff, guys. Hey, 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 wait just a second. Uh, I think I found something that I feel strongly about. How do you feel about shutting up? You know, my, my chest feels tight. What's the matter? You, it's you two guys fighting. It makes me sick. Don't you know that I come in here to the swamp to feel good? Have a little laugh? It's because you two guys get along so good. No, those days are over now. Get out of here. Go on, Radar. Well, it's just you two guys are terrific, the way you work together and laugh together and stick together. I mean, I know you're always fooling around, but you're always there when the other guy needs you. Now you're getting mushy. No, I'm not. A lot of guys in the Army say they're friends, but these guys really are. Except for now. Yeah, well, we're not really that mad at each other, Radar. Are we? Nah. We're just play-acting. We just wanted to give Frank a birthday present. We wanted to make him happy. We were fighting to entertain you, Frank. And it was wonderful! I loved it! The party's over, Frank. Happy birthday. It's your fault, you little creep! Huh? You little buttinsky! They were doing just fine till you stuck your nose in here. I'm just trying to improve myself. Improving yourself is a waste of time. Frank should know. He gave up long ago. Geez, it was going so well, too. Perfectly good birthday, shut to hell! All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Meds. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a totally radical website, man. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. And you can send us your feedback to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a very cool store where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff, all with the Mash 4077 logo on it. Even as our pictures, I've seen it. Pretty cool stuff. You can find our online store at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for mash 4077 podcast. All right. So I think that's going to do it for this episode. I think we all agree it was a good episode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I am Kenny. Uh, I'm Simon. And I am. And we'll be seeing you. Dear Mom, I gave up on the writing course on account of I found out I can write better as myself than Hemingway, O'Neill, or any of those other bums. And it doesn't cost me anything. Give my love to everybody, especially my nephews. Simplistically yours, Walter. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth to share that passion with others. That's right. 
On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey day. day. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle on Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle on Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean. So just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. MASH 4077 Podcast is a Geeky Fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved.